Yeah, yeah. We we thought they were great. I love it. It's got pockets. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Wandering Works for Us. We are Shelly and Beth, a married couple living in Portugal and traveling the world. These are our stories. Bom dia. Welcome back to our podcast, Wandering Works for Us. I'm Beth. And I'm Shelly. Today we're going to talk about our typical week living here in this small town in Portugal and whether our life is really any different. Well, it might be a little bit different. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we did move to a different country. Yeah. There is a different language. Mm -hmm. There is a whole different culture here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a little bit different. It is. Some of the things that are obvious also besides those are that we don't work nine to five anymore. We retired or I retired for sure. And Shelly may or may not be enjoying her retirement. (laughs) We'll see see what happens. (laughs) Um, But we are definitely more flexible uh, with our days and it's the best thing ever. And we're most more, I would say that Shelly is more social than when we were in the United States. I was already pretty doggone social, but Shelly's more social now. That's true. I am. Believe it or not. Yeah. (laughs) But besides having to get up and go to work, it looks kind of the same in a lot of ways. We just do it differently. We do. Um... We, well, we don't get up and go to work, but I get up and go walk dogs. And then we kind of just start our day after that, which is, we start it really slowly unless we have something planned. But for the most part, a big, you know, a week goes where we have to go to the market. And we probably have to go two to three times a week because we don't just do a giant grocery store run and buy all of our meat and vegetables and things. We actually shop locally now, which I think is so much better anyway. So, you know, I'll go to the market or I'll do a um, order from our vegetable lady and she delivers it once a week. And, and that's basically how we get our basic groceries. Yeah. When you go to the butcher, it's now less stressful than it was. <laughs> it is. When I... Uh, <laughs> the butcher. <laughs> when I'd first go to the butcher, um, the butcher didn't speak a great deal of English. Now, his son does. He does speak some English, but it was a matter of being able to figure out what I wanted and how to tell them what I wanted. And plus, all the cuts of meat here are very different. So I would point and I'd say, hey, I want this, you know, I want this kind of beef. And they would give me the same cut of beef every single time. But now I go and I'm able to order in Portuguese and they correct my Portuguese, but I get what I'm supposed to get. So it's much easier. (laughs) And then when it comes to shopping for fish, we have a nice little lady that comes down on Tuesdays in her van and we go down, I go down and get fish and you order. She cleans it for you. Yeah, you order the whole fish now or 
she'll fillet it for you. She did fillet us some salmon that one time, but she takes care of it. You, they've got a whole fish set out, and you decide what part of it that you want. And that's pretty cool after you get used to it. After you get used to grilling a whole fish on your grill with the head on it and everything. It's an adventure. It is. <laughs> and and the fish is delicious. It is delicious, it's but so it's good. more expensive than meat here. So we eat fish about once a week. I haven't tried the shellfish yet. I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. Because shellfish is a little bit different. We're still kind of working out the whole stuff from the sea thing because it is a little more expensive. And than beef or chicken or pork and that seems weird since we live on the ocean it does but i suppose also it's a very costly endeavor to go fishing as much as they do yeah i don't know i haven't quite figured that out yeah but the fish is very fresh as in it came off the boat either this morning or yesterday yeah so that's really nice it is it's very nice It's been nice that Shelly grew up fishing in the ocean so that she knows how to pick a fresh fish and that kind of thing. Yeah, that does help. Yeah, it's been good. I think one of the biggest changes for us, though, is, and how our life is different, is the language. Oh, gosh, yes. (laughs) Well, we went from living in a city of 250,000 people in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, to a village of 1,400, and very few people here speak English. Now, when we go to the major restaurant in town, or we go to the supermarket, they speak some English there, and a few of the people that work at the cafes will speak enough English to be able to get your order and talk to you. But other than that, nope. We, they, the villagers do not speak English. <laughs> they do not. And so when you're walking down the street with the dogs and they want to ask you a question about the dogs and you're just kind of staring at them blankly, it, it makes it for an awkward situation. <laughs> so, We've gotten better, though. We have gotten better. Yes. So, you know, it's nice, though. They'll, he'll greet you with a bon dia or a boa tarde, and, you know, you can get by that way just just being friendly yeah yeah it's one of the things that we really love about Portugal and specifically about our little village is that everyone is so friendly and so welcoming and so um I don't know just happy to see us they really welcome people in and that's been really lovely it has been So, to take care of our Portuguese issues, we've been taking Portuguese lessons once a week with our lovely Maria, and she likes to focus just on conversation, which was good for me. I had some vocabulary, and I knew how to conjugate a few verbs, but, you know, I wanted to be able to carry a conversation so somebody asked me about the dogs, I could, you know, respond. I still can't really do that, but (laughs) I get a little bit further. Well, and let's just, you know be really honest here. Shelly understands and speaks a lot of Spanish uh, enough from her teaching career and I speak zip and also do not have another language at all. I don't know how I got by in life without having another language but I guess I just did. So um, it Portuguese is much harder for me to pick up and Shelly is way ahead of me, and I've actually decided to stop our conversation lessons 
because I need to drop back and have some more building blocks to do it, like, you know, basic things like knowing all the numbers and, you know, stuff like that. Because so, knowing our numbers became very important <laughs> this summer. <laughs> it did. There, there were a couple of times this summer that uh, our uh, Portuguese was really tested. One was the traveling market. Um, there is this market that travels around Portugal in the summer, and they set up, and when I say they, I mean, I don't know, a hundred vendors or something. It's, I don't think it was that it, it was huge. And, maybe 50. Okay, so maybe 50. Yeah. But they lined a, a whole entire street, and they set up a complete booth, and they had everything. They had... Um, tillers and grills and dishes and linens and clothes and shoes and I don't know what else it just all of this tools, stuff tools yeah. Grills, I yeah. Mean. yeah it was amazing how much stuff they had and what they they travel all around Portugal during the warmer months and p the villagers here used to do an entire year's worth of shopping on that day or two that they were set up in the village. That's the way it used to work before online shopping and everybody having a car and, you know, that kind of thing. And I, first of all, I can't imagine going and outfitting your entire family and getting everything you need for the household for an entire year in one or two days that's yeah. that's exhausting but um they're still doing it even though it's a little smaller now and they only stay one day and that kind of thing so we went and no one none, no one none of the vendors none <laughs> spoke of english and so we did buy a few things and we did manage to um uh, communicate, um, but it it was definitely a challenge. It was, and we had this nice little old lady that would, you know, explain things to us as slowly as she could. Uh huh. And a little old guy that walked by and said, "You're in Portugal. You should know how to speak Portuguese." And we're like, "We're, we're trying. working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> we're doing the best we can." But yeah, we, we were able to get by a little bit. And I think that's when my ears started to perk up and pick up numbers because I knew how to ask for what the price was. But once they said it, they say it so fast, you have to, you know, stop and think, okay, was that, was that an eight or a nine? He just said, I'm not sure. Yeah, so. that, that's the other thing about learning Portuguese is you learn it slowly. And then you go out on the street and they speak quickly yeah. <laughs> and your brain is just not attuned to hearing it. And you know, it's a, uh, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think in maybe, Oh, I don't know, 10 years or so. Um, well, you're probably going to be five years and I'm probably going to be 10 years <laughs> to being able to carry on a conversation. I, I hope so. I carried on a small conversation at Festus this year and Festus is a whole different thing we'll have to talk about on a different podcast because it was four days of fun but there were two instances one of course where we were we volunteered to peel potatoes for the dinner so every night at Festus they have a sit-down dinner and it's huge they have this large menu all these people come in 
And so we were like, hey, we want to be part of the community. We'll help out. You know, what can we do? Like, can you bake desserts? And I'm like, we are not baking desserts for Portuguese people, especially. I don't think they would appreciate an Oreo mud pie as, much <laughs> as Americans would at a picnic. So we're like, nah. they were like, can you peel potatoes? We're like, we could totally peel potatoes. And I'm thinking we're going to go in there and peel potatoes for, you know, a couple hours or something. Well, we were there for three hours and probably peeled a hundred pounds of potatoes but we were in there at one point with five other portuguese older women and men sitting and peeling potatoes and none of them spoke any english and of course we had very little portuguese <laughs> and they're trying to teach us a little bit of portuguese and it they're was trying, great trying so hard to talk to us and we're trying so hard to understand what they're saying <laughs> and we had our friend jeff who's from scotland with us and he knew some Portuguese he was able to communicate a bit but he's not a translator so we would have to wait for Caesar to come by and either translate for us or somebody else that knew at least a little bit of English that you know could communicate but it was a lot of pointing and smiling and you know yeah. shaking of heads well it was so sweet how like one of the women would hold up the knife she was using and she would tell us the Portuguese word for knife Baca. Oh, very good. <laughs> or uh, somebody held up a peel they had just peeled off and they told us what the word for peel was. I don't know that one. Either. I don't remember it either. Yeah. Um, it was just, I don't know. It was such a sweet, wonderful experience. They were so glad to have us there. And, you know, before we move on from these stories, you need to tell people about the swanky apron oh, you yeah. got at. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, well, I wear it every day. But these Portuguese women that are walking through the village, and most of them are older, have on this, it's like a what we might have called a house coat or a house apron back in the day. And it's this cute little button-over apron that covers the all of their front part right it's, it's sleeveless like sleeveless but it covers the front part and it's got cute little pockets in it and i see these women walking around and i was like i want one of those where can i find one of those and we'd look around but i didn't see any anywhere but they had them at the market and they so I, we we found a couple and now i wear one every day and when i post the blog post for this there is a picture of me and my swanky new apron yes indeed so you must check that out and i got one too uh shelly got two though because she's the cook and uh she wears it more the portuguese women wear them to to garden to you know water things to clean to cook they're really pretty doggone great yeah and you only see the older women wear them kind of out in public when they come up to the cafe or to take the trash out or whatever but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we thought they were great. I love it. It's got pockets. One of the things that is very different for us, too, is that we, do, we don't work 9 to 5 anymore. And who are we kidding when we say 9 to 5? It's much earlier than that, and it's usually later than that. Yeah, yeah. But um, it makes us flexible, and it uh, makes it 
really great to be able to go to neighboring villages and check them out and try a new grocery store over in another village. And our bank is in a in Sarah Del Rey, which is about 15 minutes. No, we're in Sarah Del Rey. It's in... <laughs> Call this terrain. Call, call this And uh, it's about tw- 15, 20 minutes away. And um, it's really nice to be able to not have to cram all that into a Saturday. And I started to say Sunday, but uh, things are not open here. The grocery stores are open, but banks, are, ones, yeah. banks are not open on the weekend. No. Um, you know, a lot of things are closed at least one day during the week, if and not more. usually a Sunday or a Monday. Now, some restaurants and cafes may be open on Sundays and Mondays. But if, if something's going to be closed, even museums, it's usually a Sunday or a Monday. So I know on Sundays and Mondays, I'm not going to the butcher. I'm not going to the fruit market. I know, you know, you don't buy fish on Sundays and Mondays because it's not going to be as fresh. I'd say in America it wouldn't matter because, you know, those fish are always either frozen or they're several days old. But here they're like, you know, it didn't come off the boat yesterday if it was, you know, they're selling it on Sunday. Yes, don't so, don't, <laughs> don't don't buy it today. Don't, don't buy, buy it, it on Sunday or Monday. That's all right. Good to know. Um, yeah, and it's been fun to be able to go and visit some villages that have famous things we want to see, like Tumar. We went to a castle. Yes, they had the, the Knights Templar Castle was there, and that was pretty cool. It was, and then the Alcabaca. Which is, uh, that'll be a whole other podcast also about the monastery. And it's actually Alcobaca. I think it's Alcobasa. There we go, Alcobasa. There's, it's all C's in there, but one of the C's has a wishy on it, and so it's pronounced with an S. <laughs> Yeah, we have, they have all, they have different letters too. Yeah. <laughs> we have to figure those out. One of the things we love to do though is hang out with our new friends at the cafe and have a coffee or a beer or wine, which let's face it is much more likely than coffee. Yeah. And uh, we have um, a, a set of expat friends, uh, Meg and Jeff. We mentioned Jeff earlier. They're from Scotland, and Joellen is from America, and her two adult sons are here with her, and they're also very sweet. And then we have David and Ansley, and they are from America as well. And we hang out with those with those five people um, a the lot. Most, yeah. yeah. And uh, really enjoy it. And we, we're meeting other people um, as well, and some of the villagers. But uh, we kind of met them almost as soon as we moved here. Yes. And um, At the cafe, no less. Yes, at the cafe, no less. <laughs> and it's been really great to have them as support and uh, social, for socialization and just to be friends with. Yeah, plus it, it's nice because they've been here a little bit longer than us, so... They know the villagers in town, and once we're out at the cafe, the villagers recognize us a lot more, and everybody greets you with a boatat, to Dubai, which basically means good afternoon, is everything good? You know, it's like, how you doing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We can can speak that much. We can wave, and, you know, I've learned some of the villagers' names since then, but, yeah, they're not our close friends yet, but we're working on it. Yeah. So it's nice. We got great neighbors. 
We do. We really do. So I, I think our life is really different in some ways and the same in other ways. We don't eat out as much, I will say that, as a difference in yes. our lives because we only have a couple restaurants in town. And even like this week, we tried to make reservations to one of them, and they're closed for two weeks. They've gone on vacation. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to eat at the other one that's more popular in town. And we, have, we eat at home because, you know, fast food is just not a thing anymore. Takeout is a little bit more difficult. Yeah. And the one takeout restaurant we have here in town, the chicken place, uh-huh. you have to order in advance. You can't just go in and say, I want some chicken. I want a bucket of chicken. They don't do that here. Yeah. No. <laughs> so. no, we have to think about it ahead of time and plan. And, you know, it's, well, we've lost weight. We're in better shape. You know, and the reason for that is that we can't run through a fast food uh, drive through Even though we were craving the Dario today. We were, <laughs> yeah. I was wanting a hot dog from the Dario. But we are much healthier because we eat so many more fruits and vegetables. And, you know, I, I probably would have never gotten there if I hadn't been kind of forced to, to do it. Because, <laughs> you know... Drive-throughs and things like that are just too easy. Too easy and convenient. And when you're working and when you're, you know, it's just hard. But anyway, one of the biggest advantages um, that I feel like we should say and, and a change for both of us is that we are two married women living in a really small village, about 1,400 people, and we feel completely safe. We can hold hands and kiss if we want. Um, we they don't have much PDA here, so no. But we do hold hands a lot we when do. we're walking and that kind of thing. Or you know, we can rub each other's backs when we're sitting at a cafe or something. It's just it's not a it's not a thing that is frowned upon here, and uh, no one is going to bother us about it. And they just kind of accept us for who we are. And let us live in peace. And that's more than we can say for where we were before. Really, that's one of the biggest fundamental changes for us, I think. Yeah, and, and it's so freeing and just, oh, just the best thing ever. It is. Being able to walk home in the middle of the night if, if we're out that late. And just feel safe about where we are. Yeah. Yeah, and generally picture safety in general. Yeah. Um, you know, guns. Yeah, and if Shelly wants to walk the dogs in the dark and go down to the field where everybody goes and there's not anybody around, you know, she feels perfectly safe doing that. And it's it's really lovely. It is, uh, it's hard to express how much less stressful it is. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it is. Our typical week or day here. Until someone comes to visit, and then they shake things up a bit. But that's right for for our normal lives. That's what we do. Yeah, and you can ask us any more questions you'd like to ask or make some comments. We always have in the show notes how to get in touch with us, either by email or on our so- social media channels. Yep. And we will see you next time. Yep. Or I guess talk to you. And if you want to help us out anything, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Yeah. Click 
that subscribe button. There we go. And we'd uh, we'd really appreciate that. That would help us out a lot. It does. All right. So for now, have a lovely day and we'll see you soon. Bulletin. Thank you everyone for joining us today. If you would like to reach out to us or ask questions, you can find us on our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can also follow us at our website, www.forus.com. That's www.forus.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Obrigada!